This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. A warning, if you've got a flight to New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut, you're now being asked to quarantine when you land for 14 days. Those states just imposed the rules for people flying in from coronavirus hotspots, and that includes Washington State. Here's New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. It's the spirit of community. If you're in a place that has a high infection rate, Uh, We understand that and we'll help you any way we can. And we've been helpful in reaching out to every state across the nation. Uh, But uh, we don't want to see the infection rate increase here. He says this quarantine applies to any state where 10 out of every 100,000 people test positive on a seven day rolling basis or where the positivity rates is 10 percent overall. Now, eight other states are on this list. They include Arizona, Texas, the Carolinas, and Florida. Dave, did you have any trips planned over to the No, East Coast? not anymore. Okay. <laughs> Most of my relatives are in New York State, but I'm not going to sit in a hotel room for two weeks before I can visit them. I don't think I can get that kind of time off anyway. But uh, that's obviously where this was headed. States that have done a good job of preventing the infection are not going to want to mingle with states that uh, have not. And most of our problem here, of course, is focused in Yakima. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, to those East Coasters, <laughs> uh, we're all the same here. And, uh, I mean, to be fair, I think we were even talking seriously in this area about, well, do we do we ask the same of people who travel to King County from Yakima, mm-hmm. given the high infection rates there? I mean, there's got to be some way of uh, preventing the spread until the vaccine's ready. Yeah. And, you know, New York made it clear that this could change over time as, you know, our infection rates drop, hopefully. But for now, you can be fine, it sounds like, uh, in New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. If you don't quarantine and you're found to be from Washington state, uh, you could face $1,000 fines out there. Uh, across the United States, virus levels are the highest they've been in two months. Johns Hopkins University tallied Nearly 35,000 new coronavirus cases on Tuesday. That count puts us back where we were at the peak of the outbreak in April. Arizona, California, and Texas all hitting record highs for single-day new cases yesterday, Dave. As the European Union prepares to reopen July 1st, leaders there are very ready to block American travelers. There are two drafts for reopening borders, and both of those drafts extend current travel restrictions for the U.S., even as the EU opens to the rest of the world. That puts us on the same travel ban lists as Russia and Brazil. And I guess we can now say, even being totally objective, President Trump's response was dead wrong, that by failing to model mask wearing, by portraying it as weak, a substantial portion of the population has followed him. And now we have more deaths from coronavirus uh, here in the U.S. than in any other country. And more cases overall. And I think all of the public health experts agree that it is not just because of increased testing. Our infection rates are going up. Hospitalizations are going up, uh, as are deaths. More tests do not equate to all of those other factors. And here's the final irony. If this draft becomes official, it would mean that Chinese travelers would be approved to enter the European Union, but American travelers would not. Today I'm uh, joined by Secretary of Health John Weisman, who's signing a public health order mandating the use of facial coverings across the state of Washington. That was Governor Jay Inslee announcing that statewide you will be legally required to cover your face outside your home in any public place. 
The mandate, with the force of the law now behind it, goes into effect this Friday, June 26th. This means when you're in a public place for work or errands or entertainment, inside you're legally required to cover your face in most circumstances, and that's for the health of your neighbors and your community. Here is the penalty for not wearing a face covering. It is a misdemeanor not to comply with this order. But it is not our desire to have uh, hardworking officers following people around on mask issues. They have other things to deal with, frankly. Governor says applying a mandatory mask order to the entire state is necessary to continue to reopen. As we have reopened our economy, as we have shedded some of our social distancing, we are now experiencing a higher activity of our virus. But there are some exceptions to the mask rule. Kids under the age of five and people with breathing problems or certain disabilities are exempts. Also, if you're alone, outdoors, and or able to maintain six feet of space, you don't need one. But if you're at a bus stop, for instance, and you're shoulder to shoulder packing tight, even though you're outdoors, I put on a mask. And you don't have to try to wear a mask while you're sitting down and eating at a restaurant. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yes. It doesn't matter which kind of face covering you choose, by the way. The governor says they all help. Could be a scarf, could be a bandana, could even be a mask with those ear straps. Everybody's style is acceptable. Any facial covering that can cover the nose and mouth uh, will, will do in this case. Some are more effective than others, but we've seen evidence that they all help. Yeah, even though it makes your ears stick out. Just think of it as an act of kindness towards your neighbors and your community. Uh, now it's a mandatory act mm-hmm. of kindness, but an act of kindness Nonetheless, right. You know, it seems like a a lot of people still want to question the effectiveness of mask wearing. This even came up yesterday on Capitol Hill. The nation's top infectious disease expert, he was pressed about this uh, during testimony. Dr. Anthony Fauci, he was asked by Republican Congressman David McKinley why he didn't initially make the case for all Americans to wear masks. Do you now regret not advising people more forcefully to wear masks earlier? Okay, we're going to play that game. Um, Let me explain to you what happened back then. Should be a yes or a no. No, there's more than a yes or no by the tone of your question. I don't regret that because let me explain to you what happened. At that time, there was a paucity of equipment that our healthcare providers needed who put themselves daily in harm's way of taking care of people who are ill. We did not want to divert masks and PPE away from them to be used by the people. Okay, now that we have enough, we recommend. I've got got two more questions, so thank you for that, Dr. Fauci. You satisfied with that answer, Dave? (laughs) Well, that is the answer. I I don't know why Congress is so puzzled by this. In the beginning, at least this is what we're told, right? I mean, I only know what I hear on the news. Uh, there were not enough masks for the people in the hospitals who needed them. So they didn't want to run on masks because uh, there there weren't enough for everybody. So they said, OK, don't wear a mask. Unfortunately, what they said was instead of saying the reason is we need more for the first responders, they then added on. Plus, they don't protect you anyway. And what they meant was that your mask doesn't protect you from somebody else who doesn't have a mask. It's, as we know now, the other person who's protecting you. But they didn't make that clear. Of course, the market responded. Now we've got plenty of masks for everybody. And now they're trying to walk that back. But um, I understand that. People were unsure what to do uh, in a pinch. 
Um, is it is it so hard to understand that when the facts change, the rules change? You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I wear a mask anytime I go out in public, certainly in the, the grocery store, certainly the times I visited the dentist or the, the doctor's office. I keep it with me uh, in my pocket. <laughs> and when I get in the car, I, I, you know, I pull it down and, uh, and breathe normally. And I haven't had a problem. Yeah. And more and more people around the Cairo Radio Studios, by the way, we're all wearing masks around Good for here, you. too. So we're trying to stay safe and and uh, and abide by the rules and, you know, follow the science because uh, there's no harm in wearing one, um, only benefits, I think. Well, we knew on Monday that some type of mask mandate was coming, at least for Yakima County, where cases are on the rise. I don't think, though, we expected it to affect all of Washington state. Right. Mask wearing in Yakima is up, but the situation continues to worsen. Of course, now we're looking at a delayed cause and effect here. Uh, In late May, a survey found only about a third of Yakima County residents had been masking up in public places like the grocery store. That number has since gone up to about 65 percent, thanks to uh, officials, what they believe, the Yakima Health District's Mask Up to Open Up campaign. Governor Inslee emphasized the severity of the situation in Yakima right now. The healthcare system, because of COVID-19 infections, is so stressed that uh, there is no room at the hospital in Yakima County. Repeat, there are no rooms available to people for this treatment in Yakima County. Patients are having to be shipped by ambulance uh, outside of Yakima County to Seattle and other places. And King County isn't doing uh, particularly well either. This is the first time weekly case numbers have increased in King County since April. Of course, immediately after we moved into phase two. Uh, I know a lot of these numbers are being debated. The one thing that can't be debated uh, is the stress on the hospitals. The governor says that there is literally no space in Yakima hospitals. They're actually transporting. So if you get sick in Yakima now, they send you to Seattle, which to me, is a big deal. Looking at the predictions from the University of Washington, statewide, we don't seem to have a, a hospital capacity problem, although the way this is going, and again, this is the UW projections, by October, we could be bumping up against the capacity of the uh, intensive care unit facilities. Um, but for now, we don't. However, in certain local places like Yakima, there is. So this is this is the risk that we take uh, unless we can do something to control the spread. And I feel like it's back to the future, right? We're, this is the, the way we were talking back uh, in April. Yeah. But you can't, the, the thing you can't fudge, you can fudge uh, what does the testing number mean? What does the infection rate mean? But you can't fudge a full hospital. Mm-hmm. So I think to me, that's the next challenge here. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.